All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and welcome to the Monday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Hey, I'm on the road today doing something that I am absolutely looking forward to. I'm going to be the MC tonight for the Tunnel to Towers fundraiser. Yes, it's one of the greatest foundations in America. You know what they do? They help pay off the mortgages and provide homes and scholarships to the incredible spouses and children of officers who are killed in the line of duty to those who have given the ultimate sacrifice on the battlefield, our armed services, men and women. This is an organization I'm so proud to be a part of, so proud to participate in. And so today I'm traveling. I don't have access to all my fun stuff, the stories, the notebooks. So what I've got for you is a really fun interview. A young man who decided to make a difference because he spoke out on a TikTok video and it went viral. What did he speak out about? He spoke out about critical race theory, the progressive school curricula that has parents all across the country up in arms because it teaches that America is an inherently racist country from the Revolutionary War all the way to today. Now, a lot of us don't believe that, right? We don't share that concept. I've seen people argue about it over at school board meetings and on internet, on Twitter, on social media. Well, Corey Yeshua did something pretty remarkable. He took his young daughter and he and he went up on TikTok. He thought he was just going to talk to his friends. But guess what? The video went viral. It went all across this country. You've probably seen him on Fox News. You've seen him all across the country talking to folks about why he did the video, why it hit such a chord. He's an African-American man. He has a daughter. He wants his daughter to grow up. Not to look first at the color of one's skin, but at the nature of the character of the person inside that skin. And he believed that this critical race theory, some of the other ideas that people are beginning to teach, well, they're just not right for America, not right for his child, at least. And he went to TikTok. He spoke out just in the plainest, simplest terms, a father and daughter talking about why and how they want to learn and grow in America, what they see in America, not an inherently racist America, rather a country that often does things well and occasionally has a bad egg or two, uh, but they don't want it to be taught that every one of us are racist. That's not what they wanted. And so Corey Yeshua went to the TikTok video and it took off. You're going to want to hear his personal story. 
right after this commercial break. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a very special guest, a young dad from California, whose video with his daughter went viral on TikTok because he dared to speak out about some of the curriculum uh, that our teachers and our school boards want to introduce into our classrooms, uh, particularly critical race theory. Joining us right now is Corey Yeshua. Corey, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Uh, We are well and so grateful that you could make time today to talk to us. Are you, it's been a few weeks now since this, um, this video went viral. Are you surprised at just how much impact and discussion is generated? Yeah, man, it's, it's been a beautiful thing. You know, I've had a lot of different people reach out and show love and, uh, just, it's been overwhelming, you know, the support that me and my daughter have received for doing this video. Yeah, it's a remarkable thing. And what prompted you to do it? Were you just doing it to talk to your your friends and family about it? Uh, Did you think that, well, maybe this is a dialogue the whole country should have and I'd like to be part of it? I'm just curious, uh, what what, uh, prompted you to sit down and have that incredible conversation with, by the way, your adorable daughter? It it really was heartfelt. It's an amazing video. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Well, there was an incident. um, there There was a few different things that took place. There was an incident that happened while my daughter was in school where she was shown a video and in the video there was like a white only water fountain and it was about segregation and Mm -hmm. mind you my daughter is only six years old right so you know that took place and my daughter came home and you know she asked me she said dad why weren't white kids able to play with black kids and, you know, I had never had a conversation with my daughter about segregation. I mean, she's only six, you know, so and and I don't teach my daughter to see things like, you know, color and, and things like that. I mean, she knows that we're black, but I, I don't teach her to judge people yeah. um, by those by superficial things like race, you know, so. Yeah, it it took me off guard. And then I started seeing things in the news about what was going on with something called critical race theory. Right. And then different people started sending me curriculums. Um, And yeah, I started looking into it. I started reading and I'm like, okay, it's time to it's time to talk about this. Wow. Really a remarkable, uh, really remarkable story. There's a moment in there. I, I love the dialogue between you and your daughter in the video. It's 
so sincere. And there's a moment where you go, children do not see skin color. They love right. everybody. And that's actually what concerns you, right? I know I'm white and you know you're black. We have these conversations, but that's not really what we should be seeing in people first. It should be who they are, the person they are. And I assume that's what you want your daughter to, to be growing up to see, that not the color of the skin, but the, the integrity of the person inside, the character of the person inside. Right. Right. Absolutely, man. Um, that's what I teach her every day. You know, I teach her that we judge people by their character, you know, and not by how they look. Because when you start judging people by how they look, you start to, you know, go into the racist territory. You know yeah, what I mean? And then sure. you see what's going on in schools with segregation now, like they, they're separating kids and having white kids talk about their oppressors and, you know, black kids are oppressed and it's just, it's disgusting. Yeah, it seems to be divisive. And I think so many parents like you are standing up now saying, that's not what I want my child to learn. And we're going to take control of this. Have you gotten any negative feedback? Are there people that have picked on you and said, wait, why are you waiting into that? Or has it been mostly positive? Uh, it's been overwhelmingly positive. But yes, of course, I've, you know, I've had people message me um, different. Uh, actually, it's been <laughs> the majority of people that message me are like older black people. Really? Um, Right. Yeah. So and what, it, what it was, was the sentiment? A lot of them, but but yeah. I have gotten messages from them. Yes. Wow. And just saying that you're setting back things or we should have this conversation about critical race theory. What, what, what would be the implied criticism? Yeah. Basically saying that, you know, critical race theory is a good thing. This is what we need. And my response is we don't need to go backwards. We don't need segregation. We've already been through that. You think just because it's white people now that it's okay? No, it was wrong then, and it's wrong now. Wow, really, really powerful message to say. The um, as you look at one of the things that I, I kind of inferred from your uh, your dialogue with your daughter is that this this constant discussion of victimization of critical race theory that America's oppressively been racist from its beginnings until its moment now is that it gives people an excuse not to work hard. And I heard you say on the on the on the video, I loved it. My, my baby's going to know that no matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard. That's an important message for you as a parent, right? Are you worried that some of these theories are injecting into the curriculum are discouraging kids to to work hard? Well, I think that, you know, teaching definitely starts in the home, right? you know, and, and what we instill into our kids, the values we instill into our kids are very important, you know? So if I teach my daughter at six years old, you know, and before she was six years old, that no matter what she wants to be, it can be accomplished in America, then that's what she's going to believe, you right. know, and she can go to school and they can try to teach her different things. But I, I, I believe I'm, you know, her first teacher. You know, and it's really important that I instill these values into her early. And and even if they tried to bring things like, you know, critical race theory into her school, of course, I'm I'm going to address the principal. And if they don't want to take it out, then I, I'll just have to pull her out. Isn't that something? Yeah, more parents should take that advice and get more involved in their lives. I have to tell you, the pandemic had this weird 
uh, effect on parents. A lot of the parents I know, because they were home with their children a lot more than often, they were more dialed into what the lessons were and what the what the teachings were and what the sentiments were. And it really got parents awakened to things they didn't know was going on in the classroom in a funny way with all of its tragedy aside. Uh, the pandemic, I think, forced a lot of parents uh, to get involved in their children's life, maybe a little more in the school life than they had intended. When you when you look out now, what's the message you want other parents to take from what you're doing with your own daughter and what reaction this video has generated? Well, I would say just keep instilling in your children, you know, the values that you hold, you know, and that is to, to treat people uh, based on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. I would say if your your child's school is introducing things like anti-racism training or critical race theory, you know, because it goes by different names. Right. And I would say we got to address the school board. You know, we got to start speaking to these people and telling them we're not going to accept this. We are not going backwards. We are not going back into segregation. We are not going to teach young black kids that they're oppressed and no matter what they do, they're going to have obstacles um, that they can't overcome in America because of the color of their skin. And we're not going to teach white children that they are oppressors because of the color of their skin. Yeah, what a, what a great lesson to turn. It's, it's not that hard to find the truth. The facts are all sitting out there, and uh, but it does take the time and the passion to do so, and you you clearly have that. Uh, the the filmmaker and now actually congressional candidate, as I recall, Robbie Starbuck, I think was one of the first people to uh, notice what you had done and to, to begin sharing it when that virality occurs, you know, because it, it happens so unexpectedly sometimes. You don't know when you do something, it's going to just suddenly take off. What, what, what are you thinking when all of a sudden this attention starts coming in and you're getting TV and radio interviews? Um, uh, what, what's running through your head about what your opportunity is in that moment of, of fame or, or virality? Yeah, I had been doing videos at least for about, uh, like political videos, at least for about 10 months. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, and then I did this one, like I've, I've spoken on BLM before and yeah. Antifa and different things like that, um, the history of Democrats and things like that. Um, yeah, so I've I've been doing political videos, but I just decided to do this one and what happened with it happened. And uh, yeah, you can't plan for it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think what happened with it was going to happen. I just wanted to get um, the message out there. Yeah, you know, and and I'm glad what happened happened because it gives me an opportunity to really um, speak to people about what's going on that they might not um, have any idea. Yeah, about. it's sometimes funny. Just the simplest of uh, opportunities of communicating something can have the biggest of impact, and uh, it's just no one took the time to tell people something. And it, it's an amazing thing when you get a pulpit to be able to you know help uh, inform people. What a, what a remarkable opportunity that is you've been very critical of black lives matter and I'm, I'm curious what you know what what do you see in it that bothers you what what is it that um you know you see as an anathema to your own personal views well first off uh when they when they came on the scene and things that they were talking about um i i understand you know the, the message that i believed they were trying to get across but then as time went on, I started to see they weren't mentioning things like us killing each other, right? And they weren't mentioning things like, or actually they had on their website that they were to 
you know, to destroy the nuclear family in America, you know, and I'm like, okay, we need the nuclear family in the black community. You know, we all need that, but, sure. you know, specifically because, you know, we're missing our, our fathers, you know, in, in our homes. And that is a, that has a big impact on our community. And then they're not speaking about us killing each other. You know, I had a brother that was shot, you know, and murdered. In really? The city. I didn't yeah, know so that. This, this is, right. So this is, a big deal to me when you have people coming out with a group called Black Lives Matter and they're not talking about all the issues that we're facing. It, it doesn't have to be all. I mean, right. it's the biggest issues we're facing. Right. You know, uh, abortion. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they don't speak about any of these things that are truly having a devastating effect on our communities. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It does seem and, like there's oh, a disconnect. I'm sorry. One more thing. And Please. they're Marxists on top of that. Yeah. Then you have the co-founder come on and say she's she's a Marxist. Yep, yeah, no so, doubt about that. Yeah, to me, I had to sp- I had to speak out. I have to speak out about them. Now you seem to be a man of faith. I just from looking at some of your social media posts, how important is faith to you? And then how do you, you know, as a parent, you know, how do you instill that faith in your child? And what advice do you have to all the all of us other parents out there who are trying to do the best to raise their children? Yeah, I would say we all have to have a foundation, and I believe that. Uh, many of the things that are going on that we're facing right now in America is because a lot of people don't have that foundation. They don't have the Bible as a foundation. You know what I mean? Like, wh- where are the morals? You know, we're we're seeing a lot of immorality taking place um, in America right now, and 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 we're seeing it seems like we're being attacked. You know, from within. And I just think having a foundation and teaching your children. You know, the Bible is really important, you know, instilling morals in them early, you know. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt they'd last a lifetime. So I, I mean, my dad grew up, his dad died when he was three. And you said something very profound to me because my dad has said it to me many times. When you grow up without a dad, there's that hole in your life you never replace. But for him, he was determined to make sure his kids never had that experience, that they that he was always involved. We were, you know, he was a cop, but he was busy all the time, but he was coaching. He was taking us to church on Sunday because he knew how much he didn't get out of his own uh, experience because his father passed away tragically when he was three years old. Uh, When you look out now, do you think young parents of all colors, all races, uh, uh, are they beginning to understand that fatherless homes, motherless homes, that they have a profound effect on a child um, as, as they're growing up? Uh, absolutely. You know, I have friends who are in prison right now, you know, that didn't grow up with their father in their life. You know, I think it has a big, like big impact, you know, when, when we don't grow up with our fathers in the household, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I see, I've seen it play out in, in different people's lives, you know, just not having that, that father figure, not having that you know, mother and father in the home together and, and teaching the child, you know, it, it, it can be devastating. Yeah. Now, the last couple of times I've gone on TikTok, it looks like the volume has been turned off on your video. Has there been some censorship or unusual stuff going on with your, your video since it took off? <laughs> yeah, actually, on the video that ended up going viral, um, I would say the day everybody started posting it, Right. The audio was turned off of the video. Ah. Now that now they could say that it was because of 
the music, right? Right. And I would say that is complete, you know. <laughs> yes, I can imagine the word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so of course. I have other videos yeah. with the same song. Right. And nothing They had no problem with that one, right? Yeah. Right. And after I did this interview and I talked about it, it was about a couple hours later, the audio came back on. No kidding. No joke. Wow. So, yeah, it, it was crazy. And, and I didn't even notice. Somebody actually um called me and said, hey, you know, the audio's back on the video. Wow. You know, and, and I, I had experience on TikTok, like, not receiving, like, um one follower for, like, a few weeks. Yeah. So, like, you were being shadow banned, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, you know, yeah, it, it, it happens. Yeah, it's funny. We live in a, a odd times. Uh, we all value free speech, but sometimes it doesn't seem to be valued by people who have powerful platforms. You've got this amazing moment now. So many people know who you are, what you stand for, how you're going to raise your daughter uh, with with the passion and, and love and, and value system that you have. What's next for you? Now, you know, when you get this moment where you have a your own platform, your own trust with an audience, what do you want to do next? Do you, do you feel a different calling in your life or, or is this just one of those moments that you, you take for what it was and then you get back to, you know, what you're doing every day? Yeah. Just back to what I'm doing, yeah. um, which is, you know, like I said, I have a friend in prison right now doing 15 years. You know, mm. I have a brother that overdosed on drugs. I have a brother that was shot in the back and killed. So <sighs> for me, and then I have this critical race theory stuff going on. So it's right. like for me, it's just continuing to fight against, you know, these different mindsets, right? And different things that are happening in America where I see um, it is try they're trying to take it over and that they have a, a wicked agenda. And I just want to awaken people to that. You know what I mean? Sure. It's time for people to wake up. It's time for people to stand up. You know, and, and, and that's my that's my motivation right there. Well, it's a, it's a heck of a motivation, an important motivation. When you get up every morning, you have something very special to yearn for because you've got that beautiful daughter. And uh, we're so thankful for sharing not only your story, but her story and her love for you. That was a, a remarkable video, and anyone who's ever watched it has been touched by it. So, Corey, I want to thank you, and we'll, we'll try to stay in touch with you and see see what uh, is lies ahead for your future. I have a funny feeling you're going to still be reaching a lot more people in life. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you um, having me on. Well, it was a great honor to have so. And you have a good rest of the day. All right. You too. Thank you, sir. All right, folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS 
They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, welcome back. What a great interview. I really want to thank Corey and his daughter, quite frankly, for all they've done to call attention to their cause, to their point of view. That's one of the great things in America. We still have free speech most days, right? And uh, in this case, they exercised their free speech on TikTok, and the message that they had went viral, really. It, it captured so many different people of different viewpoints and races and, and backgrounds and experiences and socioeconomic uh, experiences, and uh, that's what's so great about America. One person, any person can make a difference on any given day. All right, folks, I'm going to be emceeing the Tunnels of Towers big fundraiser this evening in New Jersey. I'm so grateful for Frank Siller and all the great people there. If you've never checked out this foundation, go to tunneltotowers.org right now. I donate every month. I believe in this. I grew up in a family of cops. I have spent most of my life surrounded by blue and green fighting men and women of our great armed services, the extraordinarily brave men and women of our first responders and police. And tonight, we're going to be raising money for a great cause. If you want to chip in, if you want to be part of this, while I'm emceeing tonight, go to tunnelsofthetowers.org and go ahead and make a small donation. Any dollar amount will make a difference for the families who've had loved ones who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Officers, soldiers, special operators, you know them all. And they deserve our lifelong gratitude because they have helped keep this country safe, secure, and free for over 246 years. All right, folks. God bless you. I'll be back tomorrow with regular programming. Until then, have a great night. God bless. And let's get together with some more news when I get back to town in Washington in 24 hours. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.